0: How would you like to ramp up your club's game day atmosphere? Big Screen Video is giving 10
1: lucky sports clubs the chance to win a $10,000 grant towards their own digital scoreboard. Register now at iCanWin.com.au/slash BSV.
0: G'day, everyone. It's Jason Stevens, and welcome to the Spirit of Sports. I hope you had a great Christmas period, break, New Year's, bit of fun, bit of festivities, got to reconnect with family or friends that you haven't seen for a while, really do hope you feel refreshed going into this new year because it's going to be a good year, 2021. And you're in for a bit of a treat. From Dancing with the Stars with Pamela Anderson in the US to being a judge here in Australia, to Strictly Come Dancing in the UK, to Mrs. Brown's Boys and now the new host of Studio 10, this man has covered a lot of ground. I'm not talking about his dating life, I don't go there. But that's another story. Above all that, he's just an awesome guy. Welcome, Tristan McManus, to the Spirit of Sports. Thank
1: you, mate. Thanks for having me. So good
0: to have you here, mate. You yeah, are a very right. handsome. You are a very handsome guy. I gotta say, yeah, very striking. Thanks, buddy. Very I striking.
1: Oh, just just touching on what you were talking about there. We've known each other for a while now, and we never really. I mean, we've had little conversations, you know. We yeah. kind of never really sat down and talked about general things. I suppose.
0: Well, yeah, I mean here, here and there, but I guess because, you know, you've been a. We met, I think, in the states when you yeah. were doing Dancing with the Stars over there.
1: Yeah, true Tahina,
0: uh, th- through through your wife Tahina, who who I've known, and um, you know, I made a play for back in the day, didn't work out. But I just want to bring that up now and clear the air. <laughs> See, don't? I
1: would never would have known that. You would have known that. It's right. just taking a turn before he was <laughs>
0: That's what I'm doing. With the you were never conference. good to get
1: that over the line with no,
0: no, I wasn't. And uh, but the thing is, her lovely mummy Vaughn. You know, after I told her that you know it wasn't going to work out, uh, she said, "Well, I'm single and available, the mum." So I think she still is. I'm just going to put that out there. So that be- but have you had any, have you had any silver linings during this during this time?
1: Yeah, to be honest with you, it all has been... Like, I know it's it's very um, drastic what's happened, you know, and I know it's it's affected an awful lot of people. Um, certainly for, for me, work-wise, it's, it's affected me, but in terms of, of personal life, I think it's been perfect. I think it's been great. We've um, I get to spend a lot of time with my family, which we kind of take for granted, mm-hmm. you know? It's kind of... Um, I think we've... We, li- we live in a world now where we rely on a lot of other people to raise our kids in the in the sense that we're so busy all the time, being busy. Yes. You know, yeah, and, yeah. and we kind of, we don't realise that we're letting our priorities slip about what's really important. So it's kind of, it, it's very, very difficult, don't get me wrong, it's very difficult trying to keep the family occupied and kind of, well, just... Happy I guess. Yeah. You know, yeah. but that but that's the main thing. And and that as parents I think is, is our primary job is to keep our family happy. And um I've really enjoyed it. Um yes, yeah, so so work wise it's 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 affected an awful lot. I've I mean I've essentially lost all my work. Mm. But um it gives me time to kind of put everything else into perspective now.
0: I, I, I read a quote the other day and it was it was saying, once things get back to normal and we rush back into life, let's pause and really think about what we're going to rush back into. And, yeah, you know, I think the simpler life is, it's the, it's, it's a better way. It is it is but, a better way. Yeah,
1: well, like you I said, I, th- I think the priority now is to figure out, well, what is normal? Because, I mean, were we living normal or were we not? Yeah. I, it's funny, we were only talking about it this morning. I was out walking with Tahina and, and, and the kids and I, and I said, I wonder when we essentially get back to the social distancing is, is, is relaxed a lot more, how long or how quickly it will take people to start crowding shops and stuff again. You know, yeah. even just walking past a coffee shop, I mean, I, I wonder how long it's going to be until 10 people are standing there, where at the moment everyone's standing out by the road and whatnot. It, it, it's just an interesting thing. Uh, yeah. it's, perspective, I think, is definitely the word. Perspective on what is normal and what do we want and what are we actually learning from this? Because we've kind of we've transitioned through the phases of everything. Where where was the fear for everyone, and yep. then everyone is kind of happy and kind of, uh, I guess, feeling settled, you know? We, yep. Like, we've got a lot of time at home, we got this, this is fun, isn't it, you're in your pajamas all day, blah, blah, blah. I haven't moved from that phase, but it seems like a lot of people have moved into that now, the anger phase, where I don't have the patience for it anymore. Yeah, that's, you know, right. I, that's I'm right. kind of moved out of that. So it's, it's interesting to know where people sit in their lives in terms of their own happiness and where that happiness comes from.
0: It's harder for, for uh I think because you know with our industry too it's 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 so volatile yeah. um and when you do get work um it's it's a, it's a big thing because often you're waiting for sure. years for work oh for sure you're waiting yeah, years yeah. and i know you you had a pantomime that was that got postponed um fortunately you were you were able to do i guess a revised version of dancing with the stars um but yeah. It wasn't the same because no live audience and and stuff like that. But at least you got to got to do it. But
1: oh, yeah, but for the, sure. But,
0: but the panto and other things. it's yeah, th- it's I mean, because it's your livelihood. It,
1: yeah, it's one of those things that I mean. Look at this is the industry that we chose, you know, and kind of we're we're lucky in the sense that yes, I had a job that we had booked. Some people are still working towards that, you know. Some people are in a position now where they can't book anything, not just in our industry, you mm. know? So it's kind of, yeah, it, it swings and roundabouts with everything, but... Um, but
0: that was a pantomime. Was it, 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 a it, seven it was a
1: pantomime in Sydney here that was coming next. I was also going back into a show that I danced... Um, oh, well, going back... Burn 12. the Floor? Was yeah, it Burn, Burn the, the floor? floor. I ah, was okay, going back... Yeah. So, so after Dancing with the Stars last year, um, Burn the Floor had its 20-year anniversary, uh, and we That's played... A big the big show. Yeah, it's, it's huge, yeah. yeah. We played the Opera House. It was actually the show we can talk about it later, but it was the show that got me back into dancing. And I, and I got to host the show. And while I was hosting the show in the Opera House, I was like, Jesus, I'd love to give this a crack again, see if I'd be able to do it. And um, and then they asked me to do it. So I was really looking forward to that was That was the start two days after Dancing with the Stars finished. And that took me through an Australian tour, which led into the pantomime, which led into another show back in the UK. And um, yeah, look at all that. All that's gone. For a long, long time with my body from what we've done i've never really looked after myself you know and, and it's given me a chance to do that now so maybe that's in itself is the silver lining getting your kind of health in, in 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 order again like you said with our industry when you don't know when the next job is coming from when you're feeling a certain way you kind of still push yourself into it yeah. where it might not be the logical thing to do yeah, for sure. but it's logical in the sense that well this might not come around again so
0: yeah for sure and yeah. mate uh before we get into it even though we have been getting into it and it's, it's been great I'd love to just ask you some getting to know oh, your yeah, type sure. questions
1: yeah.
0: so here we go your first concert
1: oh. that, do you know what that probably wouldn't have been too long ago and that sounds strange really in, in, yeah in the sense of how old I am I was not that I was a timid kid but I used I, I used to hate crowds and I used to kind of be a f- that I would be afraid of it, but I I I'd hate to kind of I like rock music, you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> I started going to a rock concert when I was younger. I just have that fear and intimidation of so many people around and kind of people losing their mind and stuff. <laughs> so I've I've always loved music, but I never used to go to concerts. I just I was a little bit intimidated in big crowds. Okay. So um, I didn't I didn't go to too many, uh, wow. certainly not festivals. Um, but I've started going to a lot more now. You're
0: from, you're from Ireland. You you have never seen YouTube.
1: I've seen you two, but yeah. I but I only saw you two two years ago, maybe three years ago, and, on oh. and the, the return, uh, the the Joshua tour when they came back. Oh, so well, that was we were working imagining. in London, and I got to. But again, someone said to me, "Do you want to go see you two tonight?" I was like, oh, "I don't know." And they said, "Well, we have a ticket," and I was like, "All right, <laughs> I'll go." And it was great, crack. It was it was so yeah, good. But yeah. again, I wouldn't I wouldn't have gone otherwise. And um, I'm glad I did because I, I have such a bigger appreciation for you two now. But um, not because I'm Irish. No, a lot of no, Irish people mate. don't like you too. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people like them, a lot of people don't. Just like people here like Midnight Oil, some people don't. You know. Well, some people love Johnny Farnham, some people hate him.
0: I'd like to meet the person who doesn't like Johnny Farman because they they've got some fury coming I, their way I, from I me. I love him. He's I, a I national he's icon. Yeah. Your first crush?
1: Uh, Mariah Carey. Which, really? Yeah, Mariah Carey, Kylie Minogue.
0: Your Kylie Minogue was mine, yep.
1: Yeah, Kylie Minogue, Mariah Carey, used to love both them. Um. Pammy, I suppose, up on stage as well. I did, what I loved in the 80s was that curly the curly hair. Oh, Mariah, she's a girl. Yeah, she was it, Oh, yeah, Meg Dream, Ryan, Dream Lover. Meg Ryan, that was it. To, but I didn't know why. You know, it's just, like I said, I was kind of, when I was a kid, I was just, all I wanted to do was play football. I wasn't really interested in girls, I was just interested in football. Really? Yeah, so it's kind of, I don't know. That's what I liked. <laughs> <laughs> what about
0: your first job?
1: Um, first job was probably with my dad. My dad was a sparks. Still is. Um, so I do remember um working on sites with my dad. Um I wasn't real reliable though. <laughs> I wasn't no a reliable worker. I was always into the arts and stuff like, you know, so it's kind of yeah. I used to love the banter of, of building sites. And a I bit, still do. Occasionally, I go yeah, back yeah. and work on them now. It's a bit like jobs. a footy
0: dressing room. like It's just guys taking it's the good, mickey at each other. Some and, people just like, are, and you realise how funny so some weird. people are. Oh, funny. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But it's, yeah, um,
1: really you know, I love it. I, I, I love the kind of, um, I love the physical side of it. I like doing that, you know, and, and, and I love the banter around it. So it's kind of, but yeah, that was that was probably my first job. I mean, I worked in, um, I guess, the equivalent of a Bunnings and stuff at home. You used to
0: that. See, because I thought you were a tradie. People <laughs> are nice, but I texted, I've, I've had a leaking tap for about a year in my shell. You
1: should go see a doctor about that.
0: <laughs> and I was, I'm too tight to pay for a plumber. And I thought, Tristan's a tradie. I'm sure he's a tradie. So I texted you, hey, mate, can you, when you come and do the podcast, can you bring your tools and we'll do this? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realise it was electrical
1: background. Well, it's not electrical background. <laughs> as far as my electrical background went is that, my dad go, did you check that wire? I was like, yeah. yeah. And then I press it and get a shock. The amount of the shocks I got from my kid, it was just, it was just lazy. I was one of those lazy guys. Oh my guys. gosh,
0: remind me. No, name but I, oh, after
1: you asked down. me, I did, I looked at all the YouTube videos, I read a book. I know how to do it. I'll fix it for you now. That's what I'm into.
0: Oh, too funny. What about your most embarrassing moment?
1: <laughs> oh Jesus, I've had loads of those. Um, I ha- I've had a life of embarrassing moments before I matured. <laughs> before I had kids. Yeah, no, look, I've had loads but one
0: where you like you're red faced, like, and it's just like I, I got an award when I was um, in year seven, and I was I was walking up the school stairs. We had big school, st- and I tripped and just land straight on me my, my face, oh, like for this award. Yeah. And it's just like the la. I was like, and I tried to recover, like I was trying to. I didn't mean to. Like it was part of the. It was part of the act. It was no one bought it, but it was like. So have you got a moment? Like you know, it was just like. Oh, that's embarrassing. That's really embarrassing.
1: <laughs> I remember... <laughs> oh, holy Lord, I'm living even going tell this. I was always in the Cub Scouts when I was a kid. <laughs> this is a memory that haunts me. It haunts me. And no one's ever brought it back up to me, but I always remember we'd done some fundraiser thing at the time, and we'd done like a, a thing that was Grease. For some reason, I remember that I had to be Olivia Newton-John in it. <laughs> <laughs> and I really don't know why, and it came back into my head the other day. You, you yeah, i mean, f- as, as a living and did, kiss as well. No, no i give no, up, No, no. it wasn't kissing, no one. No, oh, I didn't even get that far. I was chewing my ass tights on, though. I'm pretty sure I had my tights on and bleeding short shorts. No wonder I fell into dancing, but um, yeah, yeah, I, I seem to remember that that was that, but also when I when I joined, um, when I joined Burn the Floor one of my first times we, we went and they, they used to do like a, um, a dress run of the show in the rehearsal room before obviously we went to the theatres. And, and, and everyone, there, there was there was two casts because one was going to stay in Australia and one was going to go to the States. I ended up going to the one that went to the States, but we were kind of performing for the second cast. Mm. Small rehearsal rooms so that were dancing around, blah, blah, blah. I don't really know too many people. I'm getting getting used to meeting them. Like, you know, we're two weeks in or whatever. And then they had one of the numbers dancing around and I'm busting moves and I'm trying my best like you know and then there was something at the end where we had to kind of drop into like a squat to finish the number and that's what I did and I always remember my trousers (laughs) my trousers (laughs) split from like from arsehole to belly button just split and it was one of those times where I I didn't have my jocks on either and I was like yeah Yeah. so that was one of the first ones so that's that's pretty embarrassing you know for them not for me (laughs) there's a faceful. hello everyone
0: that happened to me La- last year I had to come uh, visit someone at the State of Origin at Homebush and I wore shorts I got out of the car and split my pants fully <laughs> I had shorts camp. on
1: how tight were these shorts? The oh the, i had put on, on there, a little bit of <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: so I'm walking about the Homebush at this hotel it was pretty ritzy <laughs> and, and honestly man the breeze and this guy comes up to because I didn't realize. I remember the sound, and the concierge came up and said, "Oh, I just wanted to let you know, your pants are split, and you've, you're not wearing any underwear." Oh, <laughs> well, I knew that part. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I knew
1: that, part. <laughs> that reminds me. Of, actually, another thing that, that why, I don't know this stuck in my head, and again, this might have traumatized me as well. When, when we were kids, so we used to have in our back garden, um, like coal bunkers. I don't know if you have them here, but they were kind of um, where you keep the coal. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. like, a, like a garden shed, I guess. And I always remember that the neighbours were um, renovating something in the house. So they put the old doors and we ran the door from the top of the coal bunker down to the ground and we used it as a slide. And I remember we were, we were climbing out the bedroom window, jumping onto the coal bunker and then we were sliding down this old door and I remember sliding down and I rolled onto my belly as I was coming down and there was a rusty nail oh yeah and it it caught me right through my groin here (sighs) and I remember I can't remember what age I was but I remember being in the hospital and the nurse was saying to me Matt Tristan oh it's a lovely name blah 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 sounds like a girl's name (laughs) Matt's like nah it's not my dad would have lost his mind if you heard it but she said he's like no no and then I remember the nurse laughing. She goes, It's funny that because if he had a slid an inch to the side, he might have been a girl. And that stuck in my head oh, forever. Wow. It was that close because it was it was right here. Wow. Could have been gone. Could have been a girl. Could have been a female dancer. I wow. remember the really Living in John thing would have came back wow. to me. Wow. But yeah, like- I always remember stuff like that sticking in my head. That was pretty embarrassing because I was a kid
0: yeah
1: I mean scientifically, a girl's
0: look, name scientifically yeah, you, physiologically you can actually operate with one I testicle you can do it now it you can happen. with one testicle you can still operate just for anyone no, who's could, out there and has had a, it, it might have
1: been more the a testicle it was a big nail <laughs> <What's your laughs> or it was a small boy
0: <laughs> <laughs> what's your favourite movie
1: Um, I have loads but one I forgot that I loved and I don't know how was Good Will Hunting oh. I ended up only watching that last night I watch, huh? watch it every year it's such yeah, a cracking film yeah. But I love, um, Willow was always my favourite film um, as a kid. Wow. Uh, my dad, when I was a kid, my dad was in the army. So he was in um, the Lebanon and they used to always send back video cassettes, or like bootleg video cassettes. And they used to always be the Disney movies. And Willow was one of them that he sent back. And I've, I've always been fascinated by it. And I used to love it as a kid. It had all, like, magic and stuff. It was um, Jim Henson.
0: Yeah, oh, and, yeah. And
1: uh, Warwick Davis. Valtero, Warwick man.
0: Davis, yeah. He was, he was so good. And,
1: and I've always loved that film. So that's been one of my favourite films since I was a kid. Um, Did you see
0: Life's Too Short? With yeah, yeah. It's funny very that's, good. It? Very yeah, good.
1: It's funny, funny, Very funny. good. But, um, yeah, Willow was one of my favourites. Good Will Hunting's one of my favourites. The Field. Um, like a B Kane. But Good Will that.
0: Hunting, man. What a good end, film that is, huh? <sighs> you know. Yeah, that, that was, when when it, the, at the end when he, you know, he stole my Don't line. give away something. He stole he my
1: if you haven't <laughs> if you haven't seen Go to Hunting, get on Please it. Go and see it's it. it it's a fantastic what film. What are my favourite book? Um I used to love The Contractors. That was by uh, Michael B. Keane as well. One of my mates gave it to me when I was moving away. Um and it was about all the um Irish workers who went to the to the UK when they when they were younger. When when everyone moved out of Ireland back to the UK. Um yeah I love the Contractors and I loved um Bernard Carroll's has a trilogy of books The Mammy um The Granny and the The Chislers and and they've always been great books they're kind of real old Irish um stories family orientated stories I think they're really good I got into the, got into those Harry Potter books really late All right yeah Yeah again when we when we were touring with Burn the Floor there was someone who was queuing up one of the new Harry Potter books came out I don't even remember when it was, but she was queuing up for it. I was like, "What are you bleeding doing?" She goes, "Going to get the Harry Potter book." I was like, "They're just for kids, I think." And she was like, "No, no, they're amazing." And I and I got that one and I read that one, and then I ended up getting the rest of them and reading back to them. I mean, they're pretty decent books as well. Uh,
0: I mean, I start, when I was at primary school. I, start, I, w- I wanted to read The Hobbit, and I got through. I oh, see. I would
1: not even know about uh, that. Uh, that
0: the ho- yeah, no. I'd, someone said to me, "Read The Hobbit," and I I got through about you know. Couldn't pages. read it. was just it was was so <laughs> There's in no depth.
1: pictures in there. Squeaky Diner.
0: But I'm a big fan of the, the movies. What about yeah. a person from history you'd like to have met?
1: Um, yeah, there's a lot of that. Funny, my granddad, of all people. Wow. Never met my dad's dad. Really great man. A um, lot of people talk about him. What was it a lot about? Of family him. That. He was just a man's man at the time, you know, he kind of um, died when my dad was 15, I think it was 14, 15, and um, yeah, he was just just a man's man, huh? I think it's, um, I, I, I guess when you travel an awful lot, I've been lucky to travel, and I've been mm. traveling for a long, long time, you kind of really appreciate family members and stuff like that you know there's a, there's a lot of when it comes to historical figures you never really know what's true and what isn't you know you just kind of that's what people say and then mm. you either believe it or you don't you mm. know Some, someone's kind of villain is another person's martyr kind of thing you know so you, I never really know there's a, there's a lot of influential people in Irish history that I would have um oh yeah you'd like to meet them but then again what are you going to talk about i not going to talk about Dancing with the Stars with them really. <laughs> the, the, the <laughs> Irish uprising and I was like <laughs>
0: <laughs> who's your vote for
1: <laughs> <laughs> you, you never really know, huh? Yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of people like to meet, but I, I mean, look, I can talk out. to Larry. I can talk yeah. to anyone, you know what I mean? It doesn't really yeah. matter. Just in- interesting people. Something you wish you were better at? <sighs> well, there's a lot of things I wish I was better at. I, w- I wish I wasn't so quick to react to things.
0: Yeah, I can put my I used to hat I, up for that as well. Yeah, yeah really. right. I used to... Yeah. Um,
1: Sometimes I have a bit of my go-to reaction when I don't understand things is, I suppose it's it's anger in a way. Yeah, <laughs> you know
0: I mean? yeah, yeah.
1: I, I, I still f- I still feel this thing again. Maybe it's from when I was a kid, but I kind of I hate not knowing what's going on. You know what I mean? I kind of feel real inadequate when I'm when I'm when I'm there like that. You know, and I kind of that, I guess that kind of embarrasses me a little bit. I, yes. And it's stupid. I don't like. I don't understand why, but but instantly I kind of. I react. I, I am overreactive, So, um, yeah, I'm trying to now be more active than reactive. So that's, that's something I'd, I'd like to be better at. I'd like good. to understand things yeah. and have a bit more patience, maybe. Yeah,
0: I'd, I'd like to make progress there, too, to mm. be honest with you. Um, the thing you did growing up that made your parents the most upset? <laughs> oh, I've done
1: a few things. I was a little bit of a shithead when I was a kid, I think.
0: You look like a cheeky guy. But <laughs> but
1: yeah, <laughs> I see it in Echo. I see it in your daughter, bit. Echo. Yeah. She's got this... <laughs> I was I was real... Um, I've always been real social, I think. Like, I enjoy people's company. I enjoy talking to people. Um, mm. But, yeah, my, my attention span was, was pretty suspect, I guess. You know, so, and, like I said, when I went to school, as I, I understand now how important school is. But at the time... I was just like, nah. That was, school was a chance for me to kind of talk to my friends, play with my friends. If there was something I wasn't interested in, a bit like now, if there's something I'm not interested in, unless it tweaks my imagination in any kind of way, I just yep. disregard it. Like you yep, know, And, that, yep. and that's, kinda, that's what I felt school was like. Um, yeah, I kind of... At, at the time, maybe, I, I felt as though school was just... People are giving me information, but they're not, not explaining anything to me. You know, so I'm, and maybe that was my own attention deficit disorder, whatever you want to call it. But I'd say that would have shit my parents an awful lot. Because, um, yeah, I just, I wasn't, I wasn't great with discipline. You know, I, I like. But, but
0: dancing is a very disciplined, you know. But I think that's why I was put into it. He was so good at it. Yeah, I, mean, I, think you know, I think that's why I was put are. into
1: it. I kind of, um, I, yeah, I didn't like people. I didn't like, I, I still don't. I don't like people telling me what to do. I kinda need people to tell me why I have to do it. Okay. And I get from a from a, a top perspective is like I don't have to tell you what why you have to do it. I'm just telling you to do it. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's kinda yeah, 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 it's that yeah. thing. So I've I've always had a problem with that. So so that 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 would have shoot them an awful lot, I'd imagine, yeah. It's just a bit it's a bit too cheeky.
0: And what's the biggest thing you've been nervous about?
1: Um well everything Nervous about everything, like you know what I mean. Er- nervous about, I suppose, setting the right examples for my kids. You know, nervous about, um, nervous about the things that I do, how it impacts the people around me. You know that that's that's kind of nerve. wracking not that not that I'm shaking, worrying about it.
0: Is it more exo- anxious? Is it anxiousness? Is it or is it?
1: Do you know, what? I to be honest with you, this is an honest thing. I don't understand what all these words mean. You know what I mean? Nervous yeah. and anxious. People yeah. put labels. I don't really know what they mean. I just kind of know what I feel. What I, 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 well, when I'm nervous worried, about I embarrassing people because I, I, I can be quite outspoken on certain things without any knowledge behind it. I, ju- I have instant reactions. Like, you might ask me a question, I'll answer it, and then I'll think about it and then go, oh, I probably should have think about that before I answered it. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't yeah. do that. So, so I'm always nervous about the things that I say, how it impacts my family. Um... That's a nervousness. It doesn't keep me awake at night, but um, yeah, nervousness. In, in, in like I said, I suppose just setting set the setting the right examples and and, and kind of nervous. I'm always nervous about. I guess you're, you're 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 growing all the time, and you're learning more about yourself. I'm always worried about certain things that I might have done as the old me might impact the new me, right, right, in a negative kind of way. Right. Ma- okay. Maybe it moulds you now, but. Yeah. I guess I guess yeah. that's a nervous thing, but I know you can change it. you think they're just it.
0: lessons that you've learned and that you grow from, and because the, the, the lessons, the lessons that lessons that you grow from, yeah, the lessons yeah. that you grow from, yeah.
1: but, 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 but it's only <sighs> yeah. I mean, I guess that's what you're nervous. At. You're nervous about you, you, can, you. can come to terms with whatever you've done, but some people don't want to come to terms with what you've done. So so it makes it yes. You know what I mean? I, I guess there's a nervousness in that. I suppose.
0: What about the best advice you've been given?
1: Um, I've never really been given advice in the sense that here's a quote don't forget that quote, remember it <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean I, um, I, I've, been, I've been around a lot of smart people um, I like to surround myself with smart people um, I like to surround myself with flawed people I think I think I think the advice. I mean, Midao always says, "Look, it's always is before dawn." You know, this this social yeah. shall pass stuff That's like good. that. That's Which, good. Yeah, it all makes sense. Yeah. It all makes yeah, sense. It does, yeah, but but I, but again, I I'm the type who kind of I I learn from from watching people, right, and, and what they do. So I guess I guess that is. I, I I I've always I've always taught that the most important thing is to be kind and to be respectful from people. Yeah. So no one. Maybe they have. Maybe they have told me that at some stage. But that's something that, from the people I've surrounded myself with, mm. that's what I've realised. So, so that has been that's been the most important thing that I've learned from anyone. I suppose the best bit of advice. Do you have a pet hate? Liars. Fair enough. Everyone Go. does. <laughs> um, I, I have a, I have a pet hate of um, people letting their um, people's perceptions of you coming before your morals, if that makes sense. I think I think it's i think it's important to kinda know what you stand for. Yeah. And and I, I've been in the company of people before who have said certain things that I know aren't what you believe in. Yes, yes. And I know you've said that to make yourself whatever it is, yeah, whatever yeah. it is. I hate that. Mm. I, I hate that. Mm. I, th- I think I think we th- the acceptance has to come from yourself about who you are and what you think about, not other people's. So, so I guess again, I understand that that's something that people are always learning all the day. And sometimes you go through a stage where you have yeah. said something that you go, oh, fuck, "Oh, we shouldn't say that." Yeah, yeah. But that is a pet hate of mine. When I when I know that people are catering to someone else, I, I just I just can't deal with it.
0: What about guilty pleasure?
1: Um. I love a drop, <laughs> not so much any, not so much anymore. An Irishman
0: who loves a drink. Yeah, 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 I read a stat. I read. A, I don't Tell me if this is true. I can't remember the exact stat, but it was like, um, it's not that the the majority of people in Ireland drink, but those who do drink, the the consumption is like it's it's. The, the, the amount they consume pushes them over in terms of their national average because they those who drink <laughs> they really drink no,
1: I don't know I don't know if that's what it is I think the whole look there's a lot of people in Ireland don't get me wrong that can drink but there's a lot of people in Ireland who don't drink yeah. I think the association is is because maybe maybe drinking in Ireland some people drink to get drunk and some people drink because they enjoy the company that they're in so a lot of a lot of what you know about Ireland and Ireland festivities they uh, revolve around drink you know because we sit down we talk for hours of people I mean you might be just talking shite but it's just it's not so much about having the drink there as much as as beautiful as the drink is but it's not as much as that it's the the social social company yeah yeah. so when people think about that they think about the Irish music they think about the crack you're gonna have yeah great Never think about the, hang- the hangovers, <laughs> you know, but th- but yeah. that's the association, you know, so it's, it's having a good time, it's everyone feeling comfortable. Some it's people feel more comfortable when they have a drink, some people don't.
0: It's like, it's like Australia's coffee culture in a way, like.
1: Which I never a- understood, Ah, eh? Australians co- are big drinkers.
0: They are big drinkers, yeah, to say that, yeah, that, that's true, yeah. that's true.
1: But that, but that, yeah, that's, that's the guilty pleasure. The guilty pleasure is that, again, I used to live, not so much anymore, but I used to live without any kind of, um, what's the word? Like I didn't care what happened. You know yeah, what I mean? Right, yeah. Like if I started drinking, like a drink for three days, yeah, whatever it was. You yeah. know what I mean? Because I didn't have it into. It's Just what it was. Different now, family. Yeah, responsibilities for sure it is man. now. Yeah, yeah, for sure oh, it is now. And she again, health reasons. Like I don't drink so much anymore. Either. Like I very, very rarely drink these days. But but I'd save drinking now for when I go home, because I'll drink with my mates. Yep. And again, it's not to get drunk. I used. There was a long stage where I used to drink to get drunk you know but I was feel for like any it, reason was there yeah there's loads of reasons there's loads of reasons for, for a, lot, a long time in my life I felt like I was running away from things and now I feel like I'm moving towards things you know what, what I mean what, so why, did you of, why did you think that did you ever think about that um, I did and I didn't yeah again I, I guess a lot of it comes from understanding yourself you know certain things happen to you you know at different points of your life and, and, and kind of sometimes you're ready to deal with them sometimes you aren't you know, sometimes you already talked about them, sometimes you, re- you aren't.
0: You know, so it's kind of... But was there something s- significant that, like a turning point where it actually...
1: Um, well, yeah, but it's not really... To be honest with you, it's not really something I particularly want to talk about. You know no, what I mean? No, that's all but, right. Yeah, but yeah, 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 the, sure. yeah, there was different... But, like, yeah.
0: but you've talked to people about it. You have um, You have. processed it and you have...
1: Yes I mean, and it, no. no uh, yes and no. Yes and no. You know, again, it's kind of... What what I have done, what I have done in my life now, is that I've I've got to a stage now where I accept that everything that's happened, yeah, is because I let it happen or I didn't let it happen, and that has been a great turning point for me in my life. You know, so it's kind of um, yeah. So like I said, now I'm not running away from it anymore. Now I'm, I'm working towards things. So I, I'm very content in that. Mm. Um, yeah, there's a there's a big culture, I guess for for. That guys don't talk about things.
0: Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? And yeah. I
1: get that, and I can understand why, and I can understand, and I don't yeah. understand why. You know what I mean? But it, it, it's irrelevant. It's irrelevant if people want to talk about it or not. It's just whether you want to talk about it or you don't want to talk about it. Yeah, but
0: it's it's so good to have a friend or friends that of, you, can, that you can just like talk. Yeah, of course go, it is. But some, you know, peop- some people, some people don't tell have many. that. No, no, no. Some no. people don't have that. Well, well, it's it's a big problem, particularly as you said amongst men because of the you know suicide rates and and amongst men. Um, they're high in Australia and in the Shire, yep. and in the Shire it's 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 very high and so uh, with, with youth as well um, and so yeah I don't know what it is about guys that we we kind of is it do you think it's sometimes it's because it's gonna it doesn't it doesn't come across as a manly thing to do to actually be vulnerable and talk about why maybe you were hurt or maybe what you' because I know for me sometimes things have happened and even years later I've gone back and go, Oh, that happened and I completely bl- blotted it out. Yeah, yeah. And, but, but, and I just kept going on. It was just like when I was playing footy, sometimes I'd dislocate my thumb. Yeah. And you keep playing. And then at the end of the game, you go, oh, I've got a dislocated thumb. Yeah. yeah. Do you yeah, know well what
1: that's, I mean? that's, I think that's, that's an adrenaline, kind adrenaline of thing. thing but, but yeah, but, but I, get to, I get what you're but saying. But even in life. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it could, it could be. It could be. But again,
0: it's again, it's, re-
1: it's all a reflective thing, really, as well, isn't it? It's kind of like. But did your dad. Talk,
0: like, did he talk to you? Did he, did like, did you have that kind of relationship with your mum or your dad where you could
1: actually go to them and talk about things that you were feeling? Because I, do you, you know what? I, th- I think, I think I, w- I, I, was raised in a home where that was acceptable for sure, but I don't think that I ever bought into it. Right. So so I, so I um, I have a type of personality I think wherever it's come from, where you feel as though you as an individual are dictating every single part of your life and, and you're responsible for it. Mm. And you don't need any help from anyone else to kind of get you... You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. kind of like, well, I'm... Uh, you don't realise that people are actually guiding you without verbally guiding you places. Yeah. So um, I've, I've always wanted that responsibility for myself to know I'll get myself through this. You know what I mean? And if I need someone, I'll... So I think, I think the environment was set up for that because we were a very loving family. but But I was never... I was never open to discussing things with people
0: right
1: and I don't know maybe maybe it was like you were saying maybe it is that thing where it's not the manly thing to do or whatever that means yeah. you know what I mean maybe it was the fact that maybe I didn't go through a war <laughs> do you know what I mean yeah, so why yeah. why are my feelings important I know, I know. Yeah, that, that, there could true. be that thing that's so true isn't and it, it could also because be the fact that I was a dancer so on top of being a dancer now I wasn't now I was kind of moaning about me feelings. You know what I mean? That on top of that, on top of that, on top of that, on top of that. I I, I don't know. Th- th- now this is only in reflective. No, I never no, of felt course, that way. Of
0: course, because I mean, you mentioned <coughs> that you loved rugby growing
1: up. Football. football. No, no. Oh, sorry. Soccer. Yeah. So- oh, so soccer. Soccer. It soccer. Was soccer. Yeah. Yeah. It was football. yeah. Okay. So then, how? Where did the dancing? Where did it? Where did it start? Well, you see, we, growing up, I guess there was a lot of things. There was there was that. Lack of, lack of discipline, I suppose, as well. My grandparents were social dancers. They started social dancing in their um, late 50s, 60s.
0: Can I say you were born in Bray? Bray, County Wicklow. Country, w- yeah, County Bray. Wicklow, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, the name it's is derived, I, I read, from Vikings Meadow, which is like... Yeah, <laughs> well, you see, Dublin was,
1: Dublin was the first um, uh, Viking town established. It means wow. Dublin, Black Sea. So that was named by, because that's, that's where the water comes up, and that's, that's where the Vikings came over. Um, So that that was the first established one. Wicklow is the next county down, so it's, I suppose it's the distance from from Cronulla to the sea would be where I live, to Dublin Sea. That's a 40-minute f- drive. Yeah, give or take, yep. give or take. A 20, 23, 25 kilometres, something like that. Um, yeah, so that, that's where I'm from. Um, My grandparents were social dancers. My dad, like I said... Looking back, wasn't as way as much as I thought he was. But he was—he was in the Irish Army, so he went to the Lebanon, working for the UN and for the mm. Irish Army in, in 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 keeping everything intact there. I guess. But did so, he come, um, did he come back? Oh yeah, changed? that's what I mean. He, did he come back changed? No, no, no. He, no, he came was back. No, he was yeah, good. Oh, that's good. He looked a bit different, but that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he was tanned. He was more tanned when he came back. <laughs> no, um, yeah. So so we spent a lot of our weekends, I guess. Now this is only. How I remember it, it might not have been this way, but uh, we spent weekends with my grandparents, went in dancing with them, and then that's how I became dancing. It wasn't necessary that I went in, I'm going in dancing now. I just spent the time with grandparents. So um, we got in dancing that way. Um, it is a great way. It wasn't, to wasn't to make too women, many. To meet women. Yeah, you know, it sounds good now. Yeah, it sounds good now. I just went in because there was loads of girls there. I didn't even care when I was nine or 10. I wasn't walking around like a bleeding Lothario with my shirt open, hanging out, <laughs> with one of these chains on. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't like that. It was just. It was something that I did. I. I was an active child. You know what I mean. So. So I was. Um. I like to keep busy. I like to keep fit. I, I always have. Um. So I guess that side of it, I get. I got to meet new kids who are friends who are different to me ki- to my friends at home. You know what I mean. So th- that's all that was. It was something that. Well, I'd, g- Dub- I'd get to go into Dublin every weekend so so I start dancing that way there wasn't too many guys in it so there was a lot of attention to get um, for a guy to be partnered with a whole bunch of people so I got a lot of attention from different dancers as well I suppose that's always nice when you're a kid you know everyone wants to be a friend
0: yeah
1: um and that's and that's how I got into dancing so I never I, I, I never went I'd love to be a dancer can I start dance lessons yeah, it right. was never that yeah, I wanted right, to be right. a football player yeah
0: but to be honest very similar to me I never I never wanted to be a professional rugby league player I, you were just I huge ma- were you a mate call, a mate said to me come on man just come and just yeah. come with me just come with me I go where are we going he goes just come with me and before I knew it I, s- I signed up to a local team yeah and I just started playing and I, I was never going like it just, <laughs> you know what I mean just yeah, fun- yeah. but it's different now because all these you know I want to be this I want to be that from a young age yeah, people yeah, are yeah. sitting there their sights on what they they think they want to be funny, but it's 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 funny how did you end up Dancing with Pam Anderson, <laughs> Dancing but, with the stars. Not, I mean, I know it's yeah, a huge leap, yeah. but...
1: Well, it is, but, but it is. It is, and it, and, and it was a lot of different things. It was a lot of different things, because, again, when I was dancing, when I got to the age when I went, oh, this is what dancing is, and this is people's perception of dancing, it made me completely change how I did it I guess I never. I danced for years without knowing why I was doing it I, I, but I knew that I had to keep it a secret um, and there was a lot of things within it that I had to do that embarrassed me so I know that's why I kept it a secret um, to the point that I got an age where I was like you know what this isn't for me um, and ironically it came after um, a world championships I went, I went to represent Ireland in a world championships and we done quite well in it um, it was in Latvia. We'd done quite well in it. And when I came home from it, my partner who I danced with it was energised. I want to go back. I want to win. I want to I was like, nah, it wasn't for me. I was, I was around top class dancers and I had absolutely nothing in common with any of them. And I didn't want to have anything in common with them. You know, I, my, my aspiration was never to get better in dancing. It was just something that I did. Um, and that's when I knew I need to get out of this. So I left. And I gave up for a, um a couple of years and I kind of just bummed around. I done stupid things. I wasn't really going anywhere. A bit like Goodwill hunting. I was just happy just being around <laughs> be my mates that. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And people <laughs> people were like, What are you doing? Like you should be because everyone had found out this stage. It's like this is something that you have and something you should do. And I was like, Yeah, but why? So I had to find I had to find my why. Mm. Um and then a show called Burn the Floor came to Dublin. Um Someone's like, come on, we go see it. I was like, I oh, am no interest in dancing. I don't want to go see that. I said, that's why I stopped. And they said, just come, just come again like that. So I ended up going for whatever reason. And um, I absolutely loved it. It, it wasn't, it, everyone was different. Do you know what I mean? Not everyone was trying to do the same thing everyone was characteristically dance uh, different um, idiosyncratic you know, everyone was so different in what they did and it was acceptable for everyone to be different whereas I always found that we were all trying to be the same I never understood why I had to put fake tan on do you know mm, what I mean mm. and look ridiculous I did that are all these clothes the and stuff I never yeah <laughs> but, I, but I, I never understood why I had to do that I and, actually and again, enjoyed it but there,
0: that's a, <laughs> I'm different
1: <laughs> but, but again no one explained it to me it was just that's why you have to do it and I, and I got sick of that because I, I can't my personality can't deal with that. I can't deal with people telling me, just do it, just do it, just do it, just do it. Whether it's right or not. So uh, I went to see the show and I was like, this is amazing. It was telling stories. It wasn't just kind of yeah, doing yeah. stupid moves. It was, it was actually telling stories through dance. Uh, and that's how I got back into it. Can you um, believe
0: that like X amount of years later, you're hosting that very yeah. show that, that's that's just a and that's, that's a funny surreal. thing as well surreal, and the it? reason
1: it comes into that is because when when mm. I, I I was doing these tour in the um tour in the world with these theater shows and then it became kind of like an almost like a melting pot where all these TV shows would go to that show and kind of go oh we'll take that person we'll take that person because we were all from different countries and um but we never talked you know we just danced mm. so they had to try to find people with a little bit of personality i guess at, at this stage, I'd left that show, burned the floor. Um, I can't remember why. I I probably got sacked. <laughs> it was during <laughs> me drinking so I probably got sacked. But um, yeah, so so I'd left the show, and but I happened to still be on the website. So when Dancing with the Stars were were um, recruiting people, I guess they just found that picture and said, "Would you be interested in coming talk to us?" Wow. So it was kind of by chance. Wow, that is. Um, and then and because then that's
0: a big. It's a juggernaut of a show in the US.
1: Oh, it's huge! No, like, no it's disrespect absolutely. to what we
0: have here, because you're a great judge, and it's it's very entertaining. But like, I mean, you're getting like, for example, you, you danced with Gladys Knight. Like, yeah. she's a, she's a, a, a legend there. I mean, Va- Valerie, I don't know if you, Harper, you remember yeah. Valerie Harper. Like I remember watching her growing up. She was a TV
1: icon, like from the Mary Tyler Moore Show. And you her know, I show. wish I knew. I Did wish you know or no, no? I knew the Mary Tyler Moore Show. Oh. And the interesting thing about it, which I only found out last week, is there's there's Ardmore studios in Bray, in my town, is where they make a whole bunch of films. Like they made Braveheart there, Michael Collins, a right. bunch of these films. What I didn't know is that Mary Tyler Moore owned that, them studios for wow. years and years and years. And that's I wish I knew that when wow. I was talking to Valerie. That's she amazing. She passed away. Yeah, um, yeah. Not, yeah.
0: Not that long after. Wow. Isn't that
1: amazing? But, yeah, but that's how I got into Dancing with the Stars. And, and then I enjoyed the first season. And then I somewhat enjoyed the second season. And then it started being something that I didn't enjoy anymore. Because, again, I lost my why. You know, I was just doing it. I was like, ah. I was just doing it for the sake of doing it. And, again, I got to that stage where things made me feel stupid. You know what I mean? I was doing things that I didn't want to do. And and, and that's when I kind of went, right, well, do I sit here and moan about it or I just go and do something that I want to do? So I ended up going and doing something that I wanted to do. Um... What was that? Financially hit me. <laughs> Financially was, hit me. Often but, there's
0: very little money in doing what
1: you want. <laughs> in what you want to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, I, I like I said for me, for me that my priority was I'm going to teach someone how to dance and I'm going to get to know them. Yes. The did, reality did, was that I was teaching someone what to do, but I was being judged on my choreography and what my dancing was like well, yeah, it wasn't right. about that, you know, and then no. and but then isn't then it, it about your partner
0: more? Isn't it more like was Pamela Anderson? Was she teachable? Was she was she a hard worker? Were her hours limited? Because I remember when I did uh, it uh, the her, hours were well insane. yes. See
1: see when I when I ended up dancing with Pamela that was a season that was an all-star season. So people came back to do the show a second time. Oh right. Some some couples who came back had already danced with each other. Some couples were new, they were put together new and when I met Pam I was like look at you've been on the show, you've done well what I want to do is whatever you feel as though you didn't get a chance to do it the last time. Okay. So I said, You've done the show, and, and I imagine you've done everything that they've asked you to do, but you might not have enjoyed that side of it. So I said, If you could, like, this is your chance to do it again. So whatever you didn't get the chance to do last time, or whatever they wouldn't let you do the last time, I said, We're going to do that now. She mm-hmm. was like, Yeah, okay.
0: And you got voted off
1: first. Well, We got voted <laughs> off. Yeah. <laughs> <That> <laughs> yeah. Was so crazy maybe that was voice. my fault. Yeah. <laughs> But but again, limited time is what you're saying. So I'm so joking, once we I'm start we, we we had a week rehear- we had a week to rehearse. Oh that's nothing. You know that is nothing. Pamela was doing. De- she was doing de- she had a lot of kind of um, contracted things that she was already done. She'd just come off Big Brother she'd done in Belgium. So she went to Europe to do whatever. She assumed that I was able to go everywhere with her. But oh, that wow. wasn't the case. Oh right. Yeah. So uh, sorry. So uh, yeah, we had a limited time, but but yeah, everyone's everyone's teachable. But you have to know what you're going to teach people, you know, and what they want to learn because that that's always been my goal. That's not the goal of the show. The goal of the show is to win, but my goal was always to what is it that you want to learn, and and what do you want to get from this? And that was always my priority.
0: Well, mate, just as a judge, I'm loving you on, a sh- on the Australian version of okay, Dancing with right. the Stars. I think it's you're very good, very articulate, and I find you're, you're you know. You're very balanced. Like you can give great praise, but in but the way you you give a criticism, it's
1: very leveled, and it's oh, you know because dancers
0: have we have feelings, so it's like. But
1: <laughs> <laughs> <It's laughs> <like laughs> well, the thing, with well, dance, yeah, of course, yeah. I, I'm I'm a bit too conscious of that sometimes. I think, but but also dancing is very subjective. Like you know what I mean. So yeah. again, it comes back to the whole thing when I was dancing, like. People were telling me what to focus on when I had no interest in focusing on that. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's like, well the only way to get better is to improve this, improve that, improve that. And I was like, Well I don't want but I don't want it. That's not the reason I do it. Yeah. You know, so when I, I went through a stage of the first season and maybe for a week in the second season where I kinda went, I better start talking dancy. You know what I mean? I better start showing people that I actually do know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah. Which which has nothing to do with anything. You know what I mean? My I'm more productive. And I'm more helpful to people when I focus on motivating them. And I kind of, in the first season, I just never felt comfortable. And that comes from experience as well. But I, I, there was times when I felt very uncomfortable because I was trying to justify my role on the show instead of just actually focusing on things that I was interested in. You know, there's certain things that I like about it. He might not be as good a dancer as as him, but I prefer him. Oh, wow. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and I know that I've got two other judges who will talk about all the technique they want to and i've got some who will kind of he'll say something controversial i don't need to be that guy yeah, that's right. you know you what what i mean i just need to i just yeah. need to try and be myself and and granted be an over the top version of myself like you know i'm not happy happy all the time like you know what i mean but at the same time i i know what that's like yeah so once i realized hold on a second it's not about me it's about them make it motivational make them want to be there and um, and that has made has purely put me at ease, you know. And I think it, it, it. I think well, I hope that they appreciate that.
0: Absolutely, we do now. Before we go, because I've loved Chen too. Sorry, no, I love No, I've got so many more questions, but yeah, we oh. were. I want. Um, Quick fire round. Quick fire round. All right, this one. This one. Uh, it's a true or false. Whereby you know, I'll tell you a story. You got to decide if it's true or false, and then you tell me one. Right and you got to tell me so. My story is that when I was playing in England uh, with the Aussie team, false. I was at. <laughs> I was. I was. Uh, all, all the boys uh, went out to a nightclub uh, called the Church. I don't know if you remember. It's not a good place. Anyhow, um, <laughs> it's far from a church. Anyhow, I was there by myself at the hotel, Bang. and one of the, one of the single guys in the group had teed up the dancers. Had met what the dancers from Michael Flat? Was it? Yeah, Riverdance. From Riverdance, a bus load of them turned up to the hotel, and the concert. She said, "Well, I think they're all gone. There's only one guy." He says, so, sh- "So the girl rang me and said we hey, we're we're supposed to meet this guy from the team, and he's not here.'" I said, "Yeah, they've all gone." He goes, "Well, we, you know, would you come out? You know, there's forty girls here." I go, "Oh, um, I I would like to, but um." I'm a Christian and it's and she said oh no 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 we're all good Catholic girls here and you know you <laughs> <not> gonna... <laughs> and, and then she said I said oh yeah but I'm saving sex for marriage and she goes oh you're that type of Christian and she literally hung up the phone
1: yeah that's true
0: that is true yeah <laughs> the river dance bus was waiting at the hotel <laughs> I said oh, I was like hold on come back I, uh, we can still talk I didn't say we did that
1: <laughs> that that's is that true. is true oh true. my gosh and what about you um let me see i once lived in new york and i slept through um the twin towers
0: that's true that is true really
1: yeah wow <laughs> you
0: were in new york at that time i moved time. to
1: new york the 10th of september wow the, the night before because and I, I and i woke up um i was woken up the next morning um it's the person I was living with at the time, their friend had come over and they're banging on the door and they were winds and crying. I was like, What's wrong with you? It's like, Oh, I might have lost my job. So I was, don't worry about that. Like I don't know this, my family, ah, everyone. I was like, What's I didn't I didn't ex- understand the, the extremity of it. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. And
1: I went to look out the window and all the window was covered in dust. dust and kind of, oh, everything wow. was all over the place. I was like, Wow Turn on the news, Twin Towers are happening.
0: Mate, thanks so much for uh, for stopping past. It's been an absolute pleasure and thanks for but being honest with some of your life I've really learned a lot about you know where you've come from and you know you've made the move from Ireland to the US and I'm just so glad you landed on the sunny shores of Cronulla where we've become good friends and I really appreciate your friendship. And thanks again everyone for listening in. Of course you can if you miss the show, you can always download the 1170 SE. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only. Get an app and go to catch up. We've got all our interviews there. or We also have a replay 5.30am till 7 on Sunday mornings. Hey, I hope you have a great week. Thanks again for listening in. I'm Jason Stevens. I'll see you soon.